before we start today's show, I want to say thank you uh, to every single person that reached out and said some kind words about Kiki after yesterday's episode or some consoling words to me or even if you just thought them because i don't know that i would reach out to a podcast host to say anything to be honest with you that's just my personality i'm kind of i'm kind of introverted kind of shy but even if you just thought good thoughts i really appreciate that after yesterday's episode i want to make that very clear that's why i love this podcast and this community that we are building together because when i'm going through stuff i've got you guys and then when you're going through stuff you've got the whole podcast families back you've got the certified families um, the um, uh, Facebook group that's there to love you through everything and it's just it's a really cool supportive group hope you feel that so thank you so much for that okay now in other news how much of your family secrets should you let your kids into because if he finds this out about his dad Oh, I don't know how his life's going to go. Need your help today on the show. Hi, my name's Kramer, and I am proud to admit that I am a mama's boy. You're not just any mama's boy. You're a certified mama's boy. And this is the Certified Mama's Boy Podcast. Welcome to the Certified Mama's Boy Podcast. If you're new, you're probably like, what is this all about? <laughs> that was a weird transition between those two topics. Yeah, it's a podcast I do with my mom every single day. It's uh, live, laugh, and love your mom. We live, we share our lives out loud, we laugh a lot, and we love my mom. She's my co-host, Nancy Yancey. Hi, mom. Hi, honey. Well, I woke up from an interesting or into an interesting situation from my nap. We're actually recording this about an hour earlier than we typically do. Uh, I don't even know if they want me talking about this, to be honest with you. So let's not make a big deal out of it. It might actually get cut from tomorrow's podcast. I don't really know the protocol right now, as nor do they. Uh, I, it's always a, a, a gut-sinking feeling. It's the first time I've had it, but I'm sure many of you have come across the situation uh, where I have my, my mask around my face right now. Like, what am I doing? Hang on one second. Let me get ready for this podcast over here. I'm like an amateur over here today. Um, I, I do that on the radio show all the time. I'll just like, because we're kind of running out of the studio, so I'll just pull it down, you know, like around yeah, my around my and then you know, yeah, Maggie's here today, you know, so yeah, we're wearing our mask indoors because she's she was gone, you know, a week ago, right? And and I came home from the um grocery store, and Maggie's been upstairs most of the day working, yeah. And and Jim was like, um, you can take your mask off. (laughs) I was like, oh, it's been like 30 40 minutes, I'd been wearing it around, hadn't even thought about it. You're going to be okay. Yeah, it's, it's just it's just funny. It's, you get so used to wearing it. Like, I, I wear it in the car now usually too. It's not because, and I always think people look so silly driving around with them on their faces, and I do it all the time. I just forget I have it on, you know? Exactly. Uh, anyway. So I I wake up to a text from my from my boss, Tom. It's like, have you been around this particular person recently? And I was like, oh boy, I know where this is going. Mm-hmm. Uh, and this is, um, this is another person that works in our building. I don't, I don't want to be too specific, obviously, because it's not really my info to share. Mm-hmm. But um, I, you know, I in, in fact have been in, around him uh, and I was not in close uh, we, we we would just cross each other's paths and i may have had a conversation with him um like when he was be maybe you know like sitting down at a desk and i'd be at the door of the office not anywhere mm-hmm. that was like too close uh mm-hmm. but i'm really i'm really good about wearing my mask i, I honestly can't remember about him i don't remember if he does or not if he did or I, I can't remember all the instances we have like, oh yeah he was there he was there he was there mm-hmm. but now it's uh, the company that I work for, Intercom, has got really strict protocols on, you know, the COVID, as they should. Mm-hmm. But it's going to kind of shake our lives up a little bit. So we're right now in the process. I'm, we, we may have to cut this podcast short today because 
we're not quite sure. Uh, we may have to go over to Johns Hopkins to go get tested really quick um, to see mm-hmm. if we can go back in the studio tomorrow mm-hmm. without um, without any kind of further mm-hmm. hubbub about it. Or we may actually have to end up going over to Jess's place to do the show tomorrow morning. Hmm. So we're not quite sure what's going to happen, but mm-hmm. I think it's like everything else in 2020. You just kind of roll with the punches. Mm-hmm. So of course, you know, the first thing I do, I'm like, if in case you don't know, I'm pretty hypochondriac. Mm-hmm. And so of course I'm like freaking out about it. Like, Oh no, like what if I have it? Then what? Then what are we going to do? And mm-hmm. so. Didn't we just have a quote about not worrying? No, that was on the radio show. Oh, that, uh, that was, was it. Yeah, that was the radio show. <laughs> my mom does so many quotes for me on so many different ways. My mom actually comes on the radio show now, too. And she does a video podcast with us, uh, which you can get on the Kramer and Jess Instagram page. So, I know. I never know what show I've talked oh, about what and where dear. and cross-promotion. And it's just, well, yeah, it's a lot going on. the point is, go back and listen to that. Yeah. Well, but this is pretty serious, right? Like when you know you've crossed paths with somebody that definitely has it. I mean, I'm sure we've all crossed paths with somebody that, that had it without actually knowing it. You know, every time oh. you go to public, I'm sure there's probably somebody that you come across that may no have it unknowingly. Question. And, no but of course now I'm like, question. Oh, I don't know if I can breathe anything. I'm, I'm like, I keep like going and eating stuff or like drinking stuff to see if I can still taste, you know, like, <laughs> you see, okay. All right. I've taken like 14 <laughs> vitamins since then because I just want to make oh, sure God. that I'm like good to go. Nose is running. Yeah, and, and any, feverish. I mean, we we laugh about it now, but no, uh, you know, it's it's, it not it's pretty fun, serious. Really, no. we should not laugh about it. And I'm not laughing about that. What I'm saying is, if you don't know, then don't worry. Yeah. Yet. Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. I want to talk to you about your pep talk yesterday because every now and then my mom will tell a story that I'm like, wait, I had no idea. I've been alive for 37 years. I never heard any either of these stories. And I felt like the, mm-hmm. the pep talk wasn't quite enough yesterday. If you haven't gone back and listened, we do a five-minute pep talk. My mom does. Five-minute pep talk every Sunday. It comes out around or comes out at midnight. It's just like a five-minute pep talk to kind of get you in the right. It's Sunday. It's it's light. It's, it's motivational or uh, inspirational. And so yesterday, she had said on the podcast last week that she – had a couple different run-ins with a guardian angel and you know i didn't i didn't quite know what that meant i wasn't quite <laughs> sure like like what that meant um but she she told two stories that i feel like we kind of have to expand on because they're both so outrageous um so let's start with the first one when you're talking about you were driving and you were 18 so for mm-hmm. those you just want to just tell that story so I was coming home from work on Interstate 85. It was about 5.30, 6 o'clock, whatever, rush hour. And I was going way too fast. I was going like 70 miles an hour. And I wasn't paying attention. And I, and I looked up and the traffic had stopped. And I knew there was no way I could stop that car in time. And I just said to myself, I'm going to die. I mean, I just, that went through my mind and I kind of blacked out. And when I came to, I don't know, seconds later, I was in a lane ahead of that stopped traffic going the speed limit and I was perfectly safe. And I knew that's so crazy. I knew that something miraculous had just happened to me. 
something that's so crazy absolutely to me. miraculous had just happened to me and, because and like you're sure you're sure that's really what happened you weren't like smoking yeah. marijuana and just <laughs> back in your hippie day i was smoking marijuana in 18 but no <laughs> not, not, not in that moment day not coming home from work yeah. um, no it was it was so un it was just surreal just surreal and I knew, I knew that my life had been spared. I'm like, I don't know what just happened. And what was even stranger is that I glanced back in my rearview mirror, and there was all the traffic going much slower than the lane I was in. Wait, it was going slower than the lane you were in. I'm yeah. Trying to figure that out. I After I had blacked out. Oh, I see. I see. Yeah. I wow. Mean, uh, Do you it, think you died? Are you dead? <laughs> I'm serious. No. Like no bullshit. No bullshit for a second. Like, how do you explain that? I don't know. I can't explain it. I can't like, explain you, you, you what I do you think happened? It. I just believe that God had a plan for me and it wasn't my time. But and like what? What? Okay, so like, let's imagine I'm the car behind you. You think your car just like disappeared? <laughs> like, that's the I person know. I really need to talk to. Like, what the fuck? Like, and flew over that? all the cars. Yeah, I know. Like, that's exactly what I was thinking. This is not possible. This is this is not- more important people than you today than talk to the story about because I'd be more freaked out for the thing, for the rest of that person's life. They were like, "Man, I was driving out 85 one day. All of a sudden, I looked up and this car just disappeared. It was so scary." <laughs> and flew over all the traffic like a helicopter. <laughs> yeah, I know it's crazy. That's really crazy. It's so, crazy. Are you, I mean, could That's could could you be dead? Story. Are you dead though, for real? Like, part of me is like thinks you might be dead. I'm not, I'm not even trying to be funny right now, because like that that would make a lot more sense than whatever the hell happened to you. Do you think a dead woman could bear three live children? I don't know. Am I a ghost child? Like, <laughs> that's scary. That's a. It cr- is. I, mean, I never heard that story. Have you ever told that story to me before? I don't think you ever told that story for me before. Probably not. And I really don't talk about it very much because it is so outrageous. Yeah, it's crazy. It's so outrageous. But at that time, I knew, I mean, I knew that my life had been spared and I knew that that God had saved me and I knew that I had a guardian angel. And from that point on, I started paying attention to guardian angels. Yeah, that's... I bet you did. That's that's <laughs> crazy. Okay, so then what's this second story? Because this 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 sounds even more wild. I know. So this particular story, and I, I have a lot of stories about angels in my midst. Yeah. Things that happen that could not have happened without angels being in charge. But yeah, um, this particular time was so strange. It's when I was working at Rainbow Village, and I had. Um, a staff person that unfortunately I didn't know when I hired her, obviously, but she was really evil and she was causing a lot of chaos in our community. And I was incredibly stressed out about her. And um, I had gone to uh, another part of the story is I had gone to have a massage 
like a week before this incident happened. And my massage therapist, who's an amazing spiritual person, said, you have some really deep tissue issues, right? Is your is your phone buzzing? <laughs> yes, I'm sorry. Okay. Because <laughs> I'm getting distracted from the story. I don't want to get distracted okay. from the story. Yep. Okay. Um, uh, right where... If you had wings, your wings would be, and it's like someone's trying to clip your wings. Oh my God, are you dead, Mom? And she said, "I'm I always." Think you might be dead. She said, "Since I've known you, which had been about five years at that point, she said I've always thought you were an angel on earth." And she said, "So, you know, I just want you to, I want you to just go and stretch your arms out to the sky and invite the Holy Spirit into your life." Blah blah blah. Um which I did and which I've known about. There's another part of that story I won't go into. But anyway, a couple of days later, I'm at Rainbow Village and the person that's in charge of doing the presentation to this group of about 50 people from a church was running late. So I went in and started doing the the Rainbow Village presentation. Wait, so this is the person that was late was the person you don't like? No, this is the story of my angel appearing to me. Okay. So you're in front of a group of people right now? I'm in front of a group of people of about 50 okay. people, and um, they were there for a work day. And it was a church down in Atlanta. And there was a man sitting against the side wall. And when I saw him, I recognized him. And as I continued talking about three or four minutes into my spiel, I noticed tears were running down his eyes. And I thought, wow, you know, he's probably had this kind of experience. But it was strange because I I knew it was like, where have I known him from before? One of those kind of things. So when I finished, I walked over to him immediately and I said, do I know you? And he said, you know me because you know God. And I was like, oh, (laughs) <laughs> yeah, like, what? I'm, I'm sorry. Like, wow. And it was strange. And so I said, um, well, what is your name? And he said, Michael. Archangel, the Archangel Michael is the angel of protection. And I really needed protection from this evil person, right? And um I said, Do you live nearby? And he said, he said, Yeah, I'm always um he said, I'm very close to here. But he wouldn't tell me where he lived. And so we proceeded with a tour, and we're walking through, and I'm doing the tour. And we got to the chapel, and I kind of lost touch with him. Yeah. And everyone went before us. And when I turned around at the elevator, he was standing behind me. And I said, oh, I lost you. And he said, no, you've never lost me. And I was like, oh, and I knew, I mean, I just knew that he was my guardian angel. I knew it intuitively. And then I got on the elevator to go down and I turned around and he wasn't there. (laughs) That's so weird. He wasn't there. He wasn't there. And to make the story even more bizarre, I called that church the next day. Yeah. To inquire about this person, there was no such person on their roster. It's bizarre. But no there was way. no like no huge like spiritual moment of like here's the meaning of life. Or, no, no, no. You're I gonna die no, what I knew about that was that 
my guardian angel was Michael, and that was the angel of protection and that I was being protected. Why do you think your life is like this? Um, and here's the reason I ask, and I don't, I don't want to make this all about me, but I like you and my brother have had some really cool spiritual experiences. Mm. Uh, I feel like I'm just out here in the world, just floating alone. <laughs> like I've never had any kind of spiritual experience. And I, I, this is why when people, and we're going to talk about, let's talk about spirituality for a second. This is why I really question about a spirit or God or whatever you want to say, because I don't have any, I'm so much of an actuality kind of person, right? Mm -hmm. Like I just need, I just need proof Mm -hmm. of something. Like if I swear to you, my car disappeared and then reappeared, (laughs) I'd be like, cool. Like, okay, I got it. (laughs) You know, (laughs) like if some man showed up and was like, you know me because you know God, I'd be like, okay, got it. Cool. I, I question it because I don't I, I have a hard time with faith. I always mm-hmm. I, I I don't just I can't just turn my life over to something that I don't even know mm-hmm. is real or true. And I'm not sitting here trying to say I don't believe in God or or that I do believe no. there's something, but I just don't have I've never had an experience. I feel like especially and I think when your life gets hard, mm-hmm. you also really question a lot. You're like, why is all this bad stuff happening? Mm-hmm. Like instead of an angel, do I have a devil following me around? Mm-hmm. <laughs> like okay. I, I don't know. Like I, I just, I can't understand it. It's yeah. probably a it's lot of people the, like you. I mean, unlike you more like me, but like, I don't even know what I'm trying to ask right now, but I'm well, just it's like really beyond understanding. And that's why I don't share these stories. Right. Because it's truly, it's beyond the world. It's beyond the world. It's really in God's spiritual realm. And I believe that um, God reveals God's self to us. I don't call him himself or herself, but God reveals God's spirit to us in different ways at different times in just the way that we need it. If in fact your heart is open to it and your mind is open to it, and not closed. And a part of that has to do with learning to meditate and be open to what is and allowing the spirit to move within you. And that's how you can make your car disappear on the highway. Yeah, I guess. I mean, that was my <laughs> first that was my first aha moment. There is something bigger much I think, but I think we all would feel that way. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Much bigger than me. Well, I'm, here. I'm still out here. I'm still out here trying. I'm still thirty seven years still trying. Oh, to God's watching out. over you. God's definitely watching over you. Okay, let's get to our quote for today, Mom. Okay. So this of course has to do with angels. Hmm, how appropriate. It's like it was planned. <laughs> so planned it. I don't often get to do that, but today I did. So okay. to be to be completely honest, I feel like we in, in true authenticity of this podcast, that that one segment on Angels was actually recorded yesterday. And yesterday's episode was so long I had to cut something. And so my mom had a little bit of a heads up on this next quote. It's not like I don't want you to think this is all perfectly planned out, people. Yes. We're not that good. This We're not is, that good. This is very as a rule, as a general rule, this is very impromptu. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I got notification, you know, five minutes before it's time to 
roll with it. That's right. That's show I was business, laughing baby. because <laughs> on Callie's Instagram, she was saying that Sunday's That's Callie the day. Dollar, by the Callie way. Callie Dollar, uh, upside. She's a sister Jeff podcast. Jeff and Callie, love them. She was saying, well, Sunday was spent planning their podcast. And I was like, wow. Isn't yeah, that their, interesting? Their podcast, I'll tell you what, they honestly, they're they're so much more professional than our podcast. Like I we've been over to Jeff's house before and they have like real equipment. You know, my mom and I are just talking to these janky mics that are they're kind of used for like Zoom calls, you know, they're not for like professional like Jeff's got professional broadcast equipment. They have like a whiteboard they go and they have like the whole show layout, so they just kind of go through it every day. I know yeah. they court record all of their commercials on Sunday. Right. Like we just we actually record our I don't know if you can tell, but we <laughs> I'm sure you can. We record all our commercials like in real time, you know, with no real prep on where to go with it. And we do everything in real time. Yeah. They're supposed to be 60 seconds, but they go on for like four minutes typically. And when you listen to the Upside Pocket, that's a real professional podcast. They deserve a lot of credit because they put a lot of work into that show. But with all due respect, they do live together. That's true. I'm in Georgia. And you're in Baltimore. Five so, states away or whatever. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Okay. All right. All right. So I digress. All right. So today's quote is from Scott Curran, who's an inspirational author. And he says, be kind to strangers because it's the loving thing to do. Also, you never know. They could be angels. Mm, yeah. So all the angels in my life have appeared as strangers. That's true. It's not like you really knew some. I, you know, I've been doing a lot of thinking because I said that we, we know, to be honest, we recorded that angel thing yesterday. Yes. And I, I, I think you might be dead or something. <laughs> I really do. Like, that's such a weird story. I've never heard a story like that before in my life, you know? Like, yeah. never. I like, know, and honestly. You might be an angel. And like, we, like, I joke about my mom and mom's like being an angel, but I really think you might be, you no. might for real be an angel. I don't know that I'm an angel, but I, what I do know is that that story about Michael is very sacred to me because it's so far out there that right. the reason I never told it was for that very reason. People will think I've lost my mind. Probably. Yeah. I mean, right. I, I would say there's probably somebody listening who thinks it's just cuckoo. And I mean, it does it does sound crazy. I mean, I, I can just vouch for my mom because, I mean, she's a little crazy, but not that crazy. Um, well, both those stories are very bizarre. Yeah. I mean, I don't know so. if somebody told me that and I never had anything near a similar experience. If I could believe that. I mean, I would believe that actually. But most people in general – would say, hmm, she's a little off the chart. <laughs> little cuckoo, that Nancy Yancey. Um, you know, I. what about that? What have we all thought about? Because we're going into a pretty, you know, contentious time. I don't think I have to tell you what's in, in through two weeks, three mm-hmm. weeks, three weeks. Mm-hmm. Entering into the 2020 election, probably mm-hmm. one of them going to be the, one of the most dramatic. I feel like it's The Bachelor. Like the, it's mm-hmm. the most dramatic mm-hmm. season yet. Mm-hmm. Um and we were obviously, honestly, I don't know about you, mom, but I feel a little less 
like maybe because I'm so busy and so I don't have as much time to keep up with it, but I feel a little less like there's as much contention. I mean, mm. I know that like the, the stakes are higher than ever, right? Between the mm-hmm. two candidates. I understand that. But I feel like with people, I don't mm-hmm. feel the tension as much when it comes to like like everyday people. I don't mm. feel like this. Like, last time I felt like this really deep separation yes. between us. And maybe it's just because we've just become so used to the two candidates or the two sides now that it doesn't mm-hmm. seem as jar before it was like wow because you know we call it what you want but donald trump was a pretty uh dynamic character coming into the political world right Mm -hmm. and so it was almost like wait are you gonna who's gonna vote for this guy or like Mm -hmm. i love this guy he's so different and i you know so unique that i can't imagine not voting for him and it was Mm -hmm. just a very i feel like now do you feel that same like well yeah but i'll tell you exactly why that is who do we talk to yeah, I mean, you've already not, weeded out all your friends. I mean, <laughs> the, the way you don't. You know what I'm saying? No, <laughs> but what true. I mean is we're not socializing. That's we're not true. in social yeah. gatherings. Not like you're at parties. We would have those conversations. Right. right. I mean, true. yeah. And if we were socializing, I'm quite sure that those conversations <laughs> would be happening. And you and would had feel four- the tension. You've had four years to clear out all your friends that don't vote like you <laughs> off your Facebook. So. <laughs> According to you, there's probably nobody voting other, other way but the way no. you vote. So. No, you have to remember my BFF is of a different opinion politically than me. Yeah, Let's just yeah, say yeah. that. Um, anyway, so the point I was trying to make is what happens if we just assumed for a second that every stranger that we didn't know was an angel? You know, mm-hmm. I could be, oh, I mean, you don't know, yeah. you don't know, you don't know, we don't know, oh, know. Yeah. you know, like how would we treat people differently? Yes. If you knew exactly. everyone that politically was different than you was actually an angel, and that'd be, that would be something tricky. Yeah. Whatever your political party is, imagine that every other person that didn't vote the way you did was an angel. Uh-huh. Or <laughs> Just imagine that for a second. How about the people that we shun? How about yeah. the people that we look away from? Yeah. I.e. homeless people. Right. And we don't want to have contact with them. What if they're all angels? I think that would be a beautiful thing to think of if you were to see everyone in the world as an angel. Yeah. How that might change your perception, which was our quote for yesterday from Alan Alda about your assumptions, right? Yep. Yep. Um, To sort of clear your windshield and look at your assumptions and why do I assume that? Yeah. yeah. It's a good little quote. Okay. We come back here in a second and we are going to get to ask my mom. They've got a secret in their marriage and they said, do we ever need to tell our kids this? And I think every parent can probably relate to what you let your kids into or not. But this, this situation is quite unique. And we'll get to it here next on the Certified Mama's Boy podcast. And we told you yesterday that we have become a HelloFresh family. We're actually, I don't I can't speak for you, mother, but I'm pretty excited about this. Mm-hmm, me too. And I hope they deliver to my door. <laughs> yeah, me too. Oh, God, please. <laughs> As an advertiser, please don't, don't screw the shipping part up because I don't want to, you can't talk trash about them. Uh, so hell, we're, we're actually, we're pumped about this. And we're, at, we're kind of inviting you to do the same thing because, listen, 2020, you're, you're busy. You got a lot going on and you spend so much time in the kitchen or running to the grocery store. I wish you would actually keep a log. It's way too much work. Nobody's going to do this, but keep a log of how much time you spend either prepping for food, making food, cleaning up from food, all of that. And imagine like cutting that time in half. And that's what we're 
we're going to do with our friends over at America's number one meal kit, which is called HelloFresh. I mean, it's cool because they literally just, you know, a kit shows up at your door and the recipes they have are so follow, uh, so easy to follow and they're quick to make. And it gives you time back into your day, right? Mm-hmm. You can actually save 40% by using HelloFresh versus actually shopping at your local grocery store. And it's way more convenient. So we just signed up and our box is going to come this week. And so what we're doing is we're inviting you to come too. And they've got all different kinds of things. Like if you want a low calorie box, they got that. You're like, I'm going to diet. Perfect. They got you covered. Vegetarian, kid-friendly recipes. So because you're like, well, I got kids. I don't want to feed them some fancy stuff. Um, and that's cool. Like all of it, you know, it's, it's fresh, high quality pre-portioned ingredients that so you can make the meals that are delicious and nutritious for you. So, uh, mom thoughts on HelloFresh? Well, I'm excited about it. And Maggie is here with us this week. Maggie and our, uh, one of our grand dogs. Can Winnie. we refer to her as, as Drum Maggie, please? Drum Maggie. <laughs> for, Drum Maggie. For, for branding purposes. <laughs> and our Georgia grand dog are both here with us this week. Not that I'll be preparing food for her, um, even though she would love that for Winnie. I will be yeah. preparing food for Maggie. Um, but yeah, I'm excited because Maggie, Drum Maggie can share in that as well. And um, I love the fact that they're so charitable too. You know yeah. my heart. I mean, you know, they give to charity. They they donated over 2.5 million meals to charity in 2019. Yeah. And this year they're stepping up their food donations to local communities amid the coronavirus. So it's like you're, you're you're giving into something good too. There's just so many reasons of why exactly. you should try it. And here's the best part. Not, not only one are we all going like to cook meals together and talk about them and be able to share, but if you go to HelloFresh.com slash 80 Kramer, 80 Kramer, and then use the code 80 Kramer. So, you know, for HelloFresh.com slash 80 Kramer, uh, you're going to get a total of $80 off across five different boxes. Mm. And that's free shipping included on your, your, on your first box as well. So um, I... I just, listen, we're going to try it and we're going to love it and you're going to do it too. And let's just see how it goes. And uh, we're going to kind of fall in love and become this hello fresh family. <laughs> and what have you got to lose, right? That's I mean, right. It's less than going to the grocery store. It's quicker. It's nutritious. It's yep. fresh. It's delivered yeah. to your door. You don't have to go out and get it. And right. I can't wait to see all those photos on Instagram or our certified fans page of all your yummy meals. Yep, I'm, we can start I'm sharing. Mine. So HelloFresh.com slash 80 Kramer, and then use the promo code 80 Kramer for $80 off your uh, five boxes, okay? Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Okay, ask my mom here in a couple of seconds. Uh, it's an advice segment, and like, how much, like, how much do you let your kids on, in on family secrets? Which mom, don't answer that question. <laughs> There's probably some family secrets I don't want to know. So we should probably start the conversation off like that today. Okay, um, I promise I won't tell you. 
Okay, good. Thank you. Um, <laughs> so in the meantime, let's say hi to our certified fans before we get to that. Thank you so much for everybody that supports this show. We take time out of every show to say thank you, and we mean it from the bottom of our hearts because you guys are the ones who keep this show going. You believe in our mission, and you believe in the community that we're building, and it's not possible. Like every single certified fan is like a building block into this project, and so we just want to make sure that you know that we are very thankful for you, and we're giving you perks back and we're working on some new stuff to kind of revamp either probably probably going to be after the holidays maybe the q1 of next year because mm-hmm. uh, i know that i'm like yeah we're gonna do it in november then thanksgiving's gonna be here and i'm like yeah we're gonna do it in december nah, then holidays just like nah, yeah it's not happening so let's just say in the, in the new year january <laughs> yes. we're planning on kind of re revamping the program but i recommend joining now because the price is going to go up in january i mean I, you know i'm not gonna say we can't use your extra dollar or two but um you know Hop in now. We'd love it. So uh, our uh, certified fan of the day is Lisa M. Lisa M., who is from Toronto. How about that? Wow. How about that? Crossing the border, man. Love that. Love that. Lisa, we'd love to know how you found our podcast. Um, And she was also a yearly donor. So thank you so much for that. Oh, so special. Really appreciate that support. So if you, um, if you've got, if you want to become a certified fan, just text the word fans, F-A-N-S to 888-Kramer8. And let's, uh, let's get you on there. Okay. Let's get into Ask My Mom now. This is an advice segment that we do a couple times a week. And all we do is we ask for you to tell us the, uh, to tell us what you need help with. Like what's, what's that thing you might need some advice with? You might feel embarrassed going to friends or family. And instead you can just write us and either my mom's got some good advice or I may, I don't know. I I feel like I don't really offer much to this segment. (laughs) Uh, but, uh, but then you, that's when you come in too, because if you've been through something like this, that's when you can step in and be like, I know exactly what to do or here's what I did and don't do it. Um, um, yes. So get ready to call to the phone number, of course, 888-Kramer8. Okay. This, and this is a tricky, this is a really, it says, uh, she says, she started by saying, I, I know I need to, to join BetterHelp, but I thought I would start with your mom first, which that's a online therapy that we advertise for. Uh, yes. So this is uh, this and is a really sensitive. much different than BetterHelp. Just I, saying. I agree. But then this, this may actually be too deep. Opinion. Mm-hmm. Uh, she said, this is a really sensitive situation, but hoping you, your mom, or someone listening has some feedback. Please don't use my name. My husband and I have been together for more than 10 years and have three kids. Went through a rocky patch a few years ago, and we were separated for about a year. During this time, we both had new relationships, but I got pregnant with my boyfriend, who vanished as soon as he found out. I haven't been able to contact him since. In the meantime, my husband and I decided that we, want, we would work on things and get back together. Uh, he knew that I was pregnant at the time. We now have three young kids, the youngest who has a different biological father, but my husband is his father in every single way. He's on the birth certificate. He loves and cares for the child the same as he does the other kids, and they all call him dad. What we have differences about is when to tell them. My husband thinks that we should try to explain to the older kids the situation before they figure it out because of timing. I don't think that we should ever tell them because I don't think they could ever figure it out. And I don't want, want my youngest to even know the truth. Mom and Nancy, please help. That's yeah. That's a tricky, right? Mm. Yeah, 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 yeah. Tricky situation, so man. Wow. 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 Okay. So 888 Kramer eight. And this is again, a very unique situation that is, I think for proper advice would take counseling just to, you know, to be completely, let's be upfront. Sometimes we're just like, sometimes it's like kind of, you know, silly, not maybe not silly, but 
manageable mm-hmm. stuff. This is a pretty deep situation. But I think who we could hear from is somebody that either has an adopted child or is an adopted child and how uh, or even like in that situation where you found out that your parent wasn't the parent you thought they were. And did you find out young? Did you find out later? Did you wish you didn't find out? Did you wish you didn't? You know, you, or you wish you would have found out sooner? I, I don't I don't know. Um, right. so all we have is our opinions, but you know, if you've got a story like that, eight, eight, eight Kramer, eight, it'd be super helpful. Okay. Mom mm. thoughts. Ah, first of all, God bless them. That's, that is quite a dilemma. Yeah. Um, you know, I haven't been in that situation, of course, and I'm anxious to hear from those of you who have, um, because I've known people that have been in similar situations and every case has been different. Yeah. I mean, sometimes they've been told when they were younger, older, sometimes it's been good. Sometimes it's been not so good. It's been all over the map, but I would, if it were my children and I was the parent, I think that I would wait until they were older, meaning maybe 18 or so. Um, so that they could, or maybe even older, perhaps understand. Oh, you mean all of them? Because it sounds like it sounds like the older older ones are older, and that the youngest one, you know, is, is uh, young. You think there's a gap there? Yeah, I mean, if that's what it would appear like. And again, we don't know the details, but it seems like the older one is old because he's saying they start putting together the timeline. I would feel like to even understand that kind of concept, mm-hmm. it would take a little bit of age on you. Well, I guess I guess my sense of it is that I would want to wait until they had some real life experience so right. that they could understand better how that could happen. Like mm-hmm. how do you explain that to an adolescent right. or youth? I mean, how do you explain that? But if they're older, meaning 18, 21, maybe even older, you know, they've had some life experiences and they can understand maybe how relationships go wrong. And, you know, kudos to them for, you know, taking care of their children. Right. Yeah. um, You know, melding them together as a family. I mean, have great respect for them for doing that. You know, part Um, of me is wondering, and again, I don't have it. This is just literally just going through my brain. Um, like, do they ever have to know? Like, hmm. do they ever have to know? Honestly, like, hmm. does it, will it change? I, you know, I always feel like if the kid is with a health history and stuff like that, right. That's always hmm. like important, but oh, yeah. like, do they ever, do, do they really ever need to know? And that makes sound ignorant, but I'm just like, as I'm sitting here, I'm like, why even tell them ever? But how would you feel if, let's say you were older and your parents were deceased and somehow you found out through DNA, genetic testing, whatever, that you didn't belong to the family you thought, to the biological family you thought you did. So to be completely honest, I don't, I can't answer that question, you know, because I don't think any of us can know what that must feel like. Um, because then I can well, answer that question around too. Right. Yeah, exactly. I Because I, my last producer and I worked over in, in San Diego, he was adopted. I know it really, it really messed with his head. Mm-hmm. It was really tricky on him. And so I'm just like, uh, I mean, they never really had to know. And then like, is it, 
like the end of the world, you know? Like, if but I the just thing didn't... is, they could find out. Yeah. By some crazy situation. I don't know. Right. Um, and then I think it would be even harder to face if your parents had not told you. Right. And if they had been honest Are you enough. outside right now? There's a very loud bird behind you. <laughs> <laughs> no, but you know, I have a bird feeder right outside my window. Is your window closed or is it open? No, it's closed. But Wow, that's a very loud bird. They're very active and they're, quite, and they're quite fun to watch. <laughs> I see that. Uh, you know, I think this is going to take some some expertise, but if you've got a story mm-hmm. like this and you've got some, obviously, that's a really tr- a t- a tricky spot to be in. So 888-Kramer8, 888-K-R-A-M-E-R-8. And let's get some phone calls going this week about it. Yes, All right, because Mom. experience is the best teacher and our sure. stories are powerful when we share them with others. I know. This is a little chicken so She's so excited. So, so All right. Excited. I love you. Okay. Love you forever, honey. Okay. It's time for the good news, friends. There's a lot of good stuff going on in the world. I promise you that. Let's start over in Arizona. We got some family over in Arizona. Listening family. Shout out, Arizona. Uh, you know, I think having one child have to go through a medical emergency has got to be scary, right? But there's this one family over in Arizona that's actually experienced this three times, once with every single one of their young kids. Uh, The couple's name is Sarah and Jason, and they are now counting their blessings after their toddlers were diagnosed with a rare heart condition and then each had to have life-saving heart transplants. The kids didn't actually have any symptoms of their condition, which is, I'm not, restrictive cardiomyopathy. Ooh, look at that. Yeah, um, until they were at least one year old. Uh, for the big sister, Isabella, who is now four years old, it was a few weeks after her second birthday in 2018. And unfortunately, she received a heart transplant just a few months later in May. Her two-year-old twin brothers, whose name is Jackson and Jason, they followed with the transplants in June and September this year. All the surgeries were successful. And the kids now have a second chance of life, thanks to organ donors and the experts over at Phoenix Children's Hospital, which we worked with them a couple of different times when I uh, worked over in Phoenix. Good team. Uh, their mom says, it's so easy to take every single day for granted. I want them to grow up being thankful that their heart beats for two and never forget that. So sweet story. Uh, okay, let's go down now. This is a cute story over in California, San Francisco, the Bay Area. Um, there was a missing ring-tailed lemur. He is back now in his San Francisco zoo thanks to the help of a young boy. Makai, who is a 21-year-old animal, the lemur, is believed to have been stolen from his enclosure during a burglary because the evidence of a forced entry was shown, according to the San Francisco police. But luckily, the five-year-old James spotted Makai the next afternoon playing at a church playground just 10 minutes from the zoo. (laughs) When James' mom came to pick him up from school, he told her, call the zookeeper. And they did, and the young animal lover helped get Makai back to the zoo, where he was found to be in good health. Gray, black, and white. And James knew exactly what to do with a wild animal on the loose. There's a lot going on in the world right now, so uh, it was good to just have a, have, have some good news uh, tonight, at least. Uh, ringtail lemurs, by the way, have an average lifespan of about 16 years, so Makai was considered a senior lemur. He is beloved by the staff and the visitors to the zoo, and everyone's grateful for his safe return. I just think it's funny. The 10-year-old's like, uh, I'm pretty sure that's a lemur over there. We should probably call the zoo. 
That's cute. Okay, made me laugh for today. We could all use a good laugh right now, right? Um, we were, we were talking about guardian angels and saying there's somebody looking out for you, right? Well, uh, this guy's got a really funny perspective of it. His name is J.C. Curris, C-U-R-R-A-I-S. And somebody must be looking out for him. Well, are they? I hate this phrase. I don't like this phrase. Somebody must have really been looking out for him. I don't like that phrase. Because the only time you hear that phrase is when something really awful happens to somebody, but it doesn't go awful enough. <laughs> Did you hear about Tom? He fell out of a two-story building, broke his spine, but he lived through it. Somebody must have really been looking out for him. <laughs> Nobody was looking out for Tom. <laughs> Nobody even told him there was an open window behind him. If somebody would have really been looking out for Tom, when he fell out of the window, he would have landed on a trampoline. It would have bounced him right into another open window where there was a porn star sitting there with her legs spread open, right inside of her. Whoa! This worked out kind of good. <laughs> somebody must have really been looking out for me. <laughs> All right, thank you so much. I love it if you love the show to become a certified fan. Like I said, we're probably going to raise the price. It's not going to be November, but maybe December, January, the latest. And, you know, I'd love to get you in now. Start supporting the podcast. Let's keep this thing going. Actually, I'm, I, I will tell you, uh, this is, you probably don't care, but I'll tell you. I met with a guy today who might be the producer of the podcast. So we are making big things happen over here, but it's only going to happen with your support. And I feel like I'm a PBS special now, but we do need your support. So you just text the word FANS, F-A-N-S, to 888-Kramer8. Thank you so much for your support. I love you. We'll see you back here for a moment in Kramer history tomorrow. Hey, Kramer. It's Joanne calling from San Diego. I just wanted to call um, about the person who had the car problems in the quoted $8,000. I had two ideas, one being um, I'm also an essential worker in healthcare, and I would full on ask if they have a discount for essential employees. Um, And then the other thing is, it depends on your insurance, um, but my insurance um, here in San Diego, I had something happen to my car and it required a lot of um, mechanical work, and they actually covered all of it. It was covered under my insurance policy, so I only had to pay the $500 deductible and everything else was covered, which was kind of amazing. So those are two options to look into. And then um, the other thing is, if it's really going to be that much money, I would just get a different car. I would trade it in and get a new car, um, but that's just me. All right, well, love you forever and sending lots of love to Kiki. Hey, Kramer, this is Valerie from San Diego. And I'm here in tears. You guys had talked about my chihuahua that was 15. He passed away. And I just want you to know that Kiki can feel your energy. So even though she can't hear, if you feel love and you feel gratitude and you you hold her and you make her feel safe, it's going to mean the world to her. Just remember, if you give her that energy, you give her the loving energy and you're there, she will feel it through this hard time. Okay, that's it for today. Thanks for listening to my son's podcast, Certified Mama's Boy. Be sure to review and subscribe and tell your friends. Love you forever.